0: Well, hello, hello to all of my family and friends and even acquaintances who are listening right now to Fearlessly Authentic. I am your host, Priscilla Flores. Thank you so much for choosing this podcast as your choice of listening for the next 30, 45 minutes. I greatly appreciate it. And I do hope and pray that the words that I share with you guys and the story that I have to share today. shed some light and even some encouragement for for you all today uh please excuse my voice i am going through some congestion healing up from some allergies that were attacking me over the weekend and now it's just that longing like congestion you know what i'm saying like it just it just lasts and it just kind of hangs out there and coughing it up and maybe i should take some mucinics. i don't know anyway Bear with me um, on my voice. This isn't how I normally sound. Anywho. (laughs) Now, what we've been going through is the uh, fruits of the spirit. And so, so far we have covered. Some of you all have more patience than others. Some of us, uh, such as myself, have a low or short fuse for patience. I am working through uh, becoming more patient. Um, and I'm reminded during this time, this transition that we are going through from summer to fall, that that transition, mm-hmm. I know I woke up this morning, it was pretty chilly, at least for me. <laughs> at least for me, anything below 70 degrees, I am freezing. And when I woke up this morning and I checked the temperature, it was 68 or 69 degrees outside. So For me, I I was cold, but that transition from summer to fall, you know that feeling, and you know that feeling of change is coming. For some, the transition from summer to fall, it's pumpkin spice, it's Christmas music, it's Halloween decorations, it's the leaves, it's Thanksgiving, and it's wonderful. Even the smell of the morning dew is differently. We see the sun rising differently. We feel the crisp wind and even the pavement on our feet. We feel the cool freshness of fall embarking on us. And it's great that some people feel just awesome and amazing with the coolness. Me, on the other hand, It brings a side of me that I tend to run away from, stray away from, and to be quite honest with you, um, that I don't always know how to navigate through. Um, for me, the transition from summer to fall brings a sense of sadness, um, it reminds me of um, a depressive state of mind and battling with de- with depression, whether you are clinically diagnosed or if you're self-diagnosing yourself with depression. Many of us know what that feels like <clears throat> when, um, yeah, the things that, we, we enjoy. We just can't enjoy as much anymore. The sunrise doesn't rise the same. The sunset doesn't look the same. The flowers are different. And um, so I want to share with you guys how I have been able to maneuver through some of those feelings. Um, the the breeze reminds me that change is happening and the chill reminds me of the emotional trauma that I've experienced in my lifetime. My heart sinks into my stomach and my fists clench. My eyes close as they fill with tears that the younger me still has left to cry. And I'm sure many of you all can relate to that. I battle with memories That plague my mind that aren't good that I've struggled with, and um, I've I typically throughout this season I battle um, to take these memories over to the Lord and to hand Him over my hurts and pains, the unsaid words, the tears that were left uncared for, for that little girl inside of me that was left uncomforted, and as I got older adult me had similar experiences during the cold. It left me feeling the same, uncared for, unwanted, unloved, unheard, not important. Joy and peace. And if you did not get a chance to listen, I encourage you guys to go back through. We talk about counting it all joy for joy and then for peace. I had um, a good friend of mine, Anita, come on and share with us her perspective of um, peace and how we can attain peace internally. <clears throat> Today though, we'll be going through patience. From going through some of the most abusive, like physically abusive moments That I've ever encountered um, in a relationship. But most of it would happen when it was cold. And I used to think that he did it on purpose. Because he knew that I would be covered up. And therefore people couldn't see But the cold also reminds me of loved ones that I've lost. And many of whom have been lost during uh, the cold months. And every year as we transition to the next season. I dread the sadness and depression that seems to take over my emotional health. And I know that we can all relate because there is something in our lives. um, There is that one thing that instantly takes us back to those feelings. It could be a song, a color, maybe a shirt, a picture, a phrase, um, a specific date in the calendar, an event. Um, And for me, it's this transition. When I was a kid, my mom was excited about um, buying our dream house, as we would call it. It was a double-wide mobile home greenhouse that sat on a half-acre lot, but my younger sister at the time was just a baby, and so we would say greenhouse, and she she thought we were saying dream house, and so we still call it the dream house, and I think in a way it still was a dream house. Um, especially for my mom because she worked really hard to get that house for her for her and for her girls and at the time there were three three girls um, and she was so excited that two weeks before everything was ready and fully prepared we stayed in the dream house with no water, no electricity we had a portable TV. If we used the restroom, we would have to go outside to the porter potty with our flashlights. It was super cold. We had blankets on top of blankets. We had our sweats on like crazy. Like we were just completely layered up. And I strongly disliked this setup. And I didn't understand why we couldn't have just waited until everything else was ready. Where we were staying right before we went into the dream house was um, with one of my aunts who, um, who had a small house. But she opened her doors to us. Um, <clears throat> it wasn't the best um, living environment because I think we had one, two, three adults and uh, four kids five kids and it was a three-bedroom house and we just kind of made do with it like as as we could we made the best of it um but nonetheless here we were um outside of a comfort a comforting home with a heater and a nice bed to sleep on uh to this dream house um I will be sharing with you guys stories from my past, um, a couple of stories from my childhood, where now, looking back, I've learned how I can have patience for others, and including myself. So, I hope, like I said, that you guys feel encouraged through this uh, story time, if you will. And I do have some scriptures to tie along with it, because this is a faith-based podcast, uh, meaning my faith in Jesus Christ, um, and I share it with everyone so that way you guys can know the power that's living within you guys should you choose to allow Jesus to reign over your hearts, and that's ultimately my hope is that uh, souls could be won and to further our kingdom, the Jesus kingdom, guys. <clears throat> so with patience 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 it was we couldn't wear this we couldn't talk to these people um we had to eat um a certain kind of uh a way like we couldn't eat peanut butter and jelly anymore i remember that very distinctly peanut butter and jelly has always been my go-to and it still is today one of my comfort foods (laughs) but within these um circumstances that we were put in my resentment grew um toward my mom from the moment that we moved into this house um now after a while this man he ended up leaving the house and to go stay with his sister and my mom took us uh like as in my sisters to basically stay with him and it was a small house it was a house with Two rooms, four adults, six kids, one bathroom. The house was so small. We slept on a twin-size bed for three little girls. Um, You know, it just, if you ask my mom today, she might just tell you it is what it is. Um, But did you die type of of idea. And um, no, we didn't die, but a part of my heart did uh, during those times. I know that it took everything inside of her to tell me and, um, I just comforted her as she told me what her experience was. And eventually, uh, the other family moved out. So it was at that point, just my mom, um, her boyfriend and the three girls. And during that time, uh, I remember in the winter we would have to boil water to take warm baths. So we would boil the water, throw it into the bathtub, make sure that we had like two or three pots going filled with water at the same time so that we can just continuously pour the water in and then uh, take a fast bath. Um, In order to just clean ourselves Uh, so you best believe that I do appreciate a hot shower now and even today I still take some of the hottest showers ever I cannot stand the feeling of getting out of the shower and feeling freezing I I cannot stand it it aches my bones um, to this day and the that is just a few of the experiences with the cold Um, I feel like I might have like a PTSD when it comes to the cold, um, <clears throat> but part of these are part of the reasons, part of my experiences um, of why the cold just, the, that transition from summer to fall, why I dread it because I go back to those feelings of feeling so cold and sad that we were even in this situation. Um, you know you go from having everything so you think to having close to nothing and um, now as an older adult I can appreciate everything that I have and I don't take it for granted because I know what it is to have everything and then to lose everything and then to rebuild it back up it's it's incredible Um, now the last few years of my life, I have fought a lot harder to not feel so sad. Um, Four years ago was probably the worst that I had ever felt. Um, I was extremely depressed. I yelled at God. Some mornings I didn't want to talk to God, but thankfully I had a tribe who loved me enough to force me to go to Bible studies. Um, I had a, I have a good friend of mine uh, who would text me saying that Jesus still wanted me there kicking and screaming that I wasn't going to do anything uh, beneficial or good, basically, if I stayed home alone, but that it was best if I came into this tribe just to be part of it just to know that i was loved even in those moments and i would show up to the bible studies and i would be crying almost the entire hour um i would show up bawling and sometimes i would leave like with just tiny tears dripping down my face so i know that i was feeling better when i was leaving And I know that those moments were extremely healing because the Bible studies that we were part of at the time spoke directly into my life and into my heart and gave me life. Um, But during that time, um, I would yell at the Lord telling him, I know you promised joy in the morning. It says in your word and I want that joy. I need it as fast as I can get it, Lord. How do I have it? How do I get it? And that was me persevering is calling out and clinging on to the promises that he has in store for us. Like yelling out, you said that your plans for me are good. I don't see it. Where are you? And just pouring out my heart, my pain and my anguish to him. And I want you guys to know that that is okay to do that. The Lord welcomes it. Um, So many times in scripture, we see where um, those that he has called upon are going through their own anguish. I mean, we have it um, point blank with Job. He was continuously crying out to the Lord. David, even Jesus himself asked the father, why have you forsaken me? So I encourage you that if you are going through those moments where life just sucks and things are not all rainbows and butterflies, I encourage you to yell it out to the Lord and cry out to him, even even in the anger. Tell him that you're mad at him. He wants to hear it all. There's something very impactful with our voices. There's something very powerful with using our words. but this past or i'm sorry four years ago right so it was the worst depression that i had um i was uh, recently dumped and then my grandmother passed away and life just was not going the way that i thought it should be going from where we were during the summer um and on christmas eve I was about to leave my house to go meet the rest of my family, and my younger sister came to meet me there. We were riding together, and she shared something with me that she had been through. Something that I know took courage and strength to share, and something that shook my world about a year later, um, we're in, we're settled into the dream house. We have our own beds. Now we have running water and a heater now. Um, but my mom got a boyfriend and that boyfriend became controlling right away. So within maybe a month or two, I couldn't even tell you, but I was 13 at the time, but I remember sitting at the table and, um, him telling me that I couldn't talk to boys, And I was really sad because I had a boyfriend at the time. He was in football and I was a cheerleader. Um, So it was football season when this was happening. I was broken into pieces to to thinking, how could I have ever allowed this to happen in my life? Especially to my sister. And um, I comforted her. We went to our family gathering and on the way back, I threw on the song by Hillsong United, even when it hurts. And the way home and on the way home, I yelled singing that song at the top of my lungs. I will only sing your praise and my soul waits only for you. And I will sing till the morning has come. And I'm not gonna sing the song for you, but those are lyrics from the song. And um, that song became my anthem. And I began began praising the Lord through the pain, even when it hurts. And I used that song as my anchor. That even through it all, that I was going to keep praising the Lord. And I was going to wait until my miracle had come. I was going to wait until that morning has come. And <clears throat> since since those four years, every transition, um, that has been like my fighting cry is that even when it hurts, that I would praise Him. Now, I have been through um, PTO, which is Peeling the Onion, which is a healing program, which I recommend to everyone. Um, PTO with my church right now is transitioning into what we are now calling Cultivate. And I happen to be one of the testers for this uh, program called Cultivate, and it is a healing program. So I'm extremely excited and also scared and nervous about what it is that the Lord will have me work through. Um, Previously in the past, I have dealt with the resentment that I grew from my mom, and I have forgiven her for, for the decisions that she made, because I now know that the decisions that she made were her um, making the best decisions that she could um, as being the mom that she knew that she could be on how she could be. Um, but I can't help but still feel the sadness when the season rolls around. I do believe that since I have turned more toward Jesus and more, even more and even the smallest of things that he has given me, Um, but I do believe that the Lord has given me a beautiful revelation. And that revelation was that my mom was always there. She loved us so much that she didn't want us to be without her. And even if in my little finite mind, it doesn't make sense. And even from the outside world, it may not make sense. My mom was always there. Always, she did take us everywhere with her. And I'm not saying like, you know, she took us to work or bars or anything like that. But if my mom was living there, we were living there. She did not want us to be living with anyone else. And for that, I have to thank her because I am so blessed that my mom knew it was best for me to be by her side than to be anywhere else. And I love her and I cannot imagine living my life without her. Although I know that in reality, at some point in my life, I may have to. Um, But I definitely don't ever want to take my mom for granted. We often make poor decisions or fall out of character when we do not practice our patience. Proverbs 14.29 A patient man has great understanding. But a quick-tempered man displays folly. Now there was a season in my life where I had to create these boundaries from my mom. But within those boundaries, I learned um, a further understanding and healing and and forgiveness through it all. And the the boundaries that are set up were more for her protection because I had little patience with my mom. She would begin speaking and I would begin boiling. Um, but now I can say that I can be in the same room with my mom and instead all I want to do is just share love with her. Um, patience is a fruit of the Spirit. And the more we are filled with the Holy Spirit, the more patience that we can um exhibit in Galatians 5 24 through 26 since we live by the spirit let us keep in step with the spirit let us not become conceited provoking and envying each other so the spirit helps us remain self-controlled to be able to have that patience with one another and when patience is being tested uh, poor decisions Often lead us to act out in our anger and rage. And leading us to fall into our sinful ways. We have to practice patience with ourselves first. By filling ourselves with the Spirit. with Through praise and worship. Through the word. We have freedom in Christ. You have to read his word though. To grow in your understanding. Galatians 6, 8-9. The one who sows to please his sinful nature from the nature will reap destruction. The one who sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. And then I'll take you to Psalms one twenty six six. I know that I have shared this verse with you guys before. But it's a phenomenal. <laughs> it's a phenomenal one. And it is definitely one to cling on to, especially when you're going through these moments of sadness and depression. He who goes out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with him. And that is a promise, guys, straight from the Bible. So even in those moments when we're feeling sad, When we're feeling depressed and we're angry, you can take those tears and hand them over to God. You're sowing into your heart. You're sowing into yourself, but have patience, have patience because you will reap what you sow. And the Lord is so gracious that in exchange for our tears, he gives us songs of joy And that is what I'm here to tell you guys today. That there is a song of hope. There's a song of joy. There's a song of grace. A song of mercy that is waiting for you. But patience. Patience my friend. Will take us so far. Now this next quote I'm going to share with you guys. Is from one of my favorite movies. It is not a biblical um, quote. But. It's also something that has helped me through some of the bad times. And it's from Hope Floats. Beginnings are usually scary. Endings are usually sad. But it's what's in the middle that counts. So when you find yourself at the beginning, just give hope a chance to float up. And it will. Yes! (laughs) So take back those memories or any kind of ungodly soul ties that you have. And use the power of the Holy Spirit inside of you to see from another perspective. And I pray that from seeing things from a different perspective. Or from seeing things from a different light. That you have patience with yourself to find hope. And letting the hope be your anchor in the waiting. Scripture says that we are to wait upon the Lord. Strength arises when we wait upon the Lord. We wait upon the Lord. We wait upon the Lord. Patience, guys, it is a fruit that we can bear and a fruit that we can even share. And I may not always get it right. Um as as I'm sure you too, my friend, <laughs> we don't always get it right. We have human flesh, unfortunately that sometimes wants to take control but leaning into the spirit is what will definitely help you have patience for yourself when you're going through those moments Now i'll leave you with a prayer so if you would go ahead and close your eyes and bow your heads unless you are driving then you just keep your eye on the road and i hope you are paying attention to the road and to me multitasking all right here we go heavenly father We come to you today humbly seeking your face, knowing that you are the Alpha and the Omega. You are the writer of our story. Your plans for us are good, so your word says, Father. You are the King of all kings and the Lord of all lords. And yet you have still chosen us over and over again, Lord, even though we fail time and time again. We come seeking you, Father, for a great wealth of patience to flood into our souls, Father. That we would be patient for the the struggles that we are going through. That we would be patient with the afflictions that we face. That we would be patient when we are waiting for your promises to prevail and to shine through, Father. But even in the waiting, Lord, there's still an even promise in there that you are with us. You have said that you are with us, that you will not leave us, Father. And we thank you that you stick with us, that you're here no matter what, Father. That you are just anxiously waiting for us to turn to you. That we would be waiting in, in patience with you, Father. I ask for anyone who is hearing these words that need a little bit of patience, Father, that you would fill their their spirit with the great peace lord that you are there and that you see them and i pray for anyone that is going through any type of struggle whether it be depression anxiety um grief father that they would take those tears over to you and that they would sow into that so that we could reap the benefits of your joy father the joy that comes in the morning father god I thank you that you have made a way. You sent your son Jesus to come and die on the cross for us. So that we would have an intimate relationship with you. Jesus, we thank you that you have made that connection. That you have made it possible in a way that we can take our protest and, and feelings and desires and prayers and petitions at the feet of the cross. And you hear us. And you hear us, you see us, and you hold every tear close to your heart, Father. I pray for healing to those that are listening. I pray that they would seek you for the healing, Father, to be renewed and restrengthened. Jesus, we love you. And we thank you for today and for that cross. And if there's anyone who's listening today who does not know you as our personal Savior, I open up the invitation and the floor to you. All you have to do is simply invite him in by acknowledging that, Jesus, I am a sinner. And I choose you to be the Lord and Savior over my heart. Thank you, Jesus. And I lift up these things by the power of the Holy Spirit and the power of the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you guys for listening today on our um, talk on patience and how we can grow patience. Um, keep in mind, hope is just a prayer away. Thank you guys for listening. Fearlessly for Authentic.